In my, in my soul, he's a wonder. <clears throat> in my soul, bless your name. Praise y'all for his mercy, y'all. Hallelujah. So we're back alive on the tube of the youth. We're going to be coming again. You are from um, 1 Samuel. Going to be on 1 Samuel um, 24 today. So praise y'all for that. We did, like I think, like three chapters last week. But we did, we did keep it in-house. Hallelujah. So we're going to be on 1 Samuel <clears throat> 24. Hallelujah. Again, we're gonna we're gonna um we're gonna pray again though. And then we have to we pray again. You are we're gonna you do do a little, little small review, hopefully. It's small. And um and after that we um we'll start on chapter 24. <clears throat> Praise Yah. Hallelujah. Almighty, we thank you for whom for you whom we stand. You are our strength and we love you. We thank you. Strength like no other. Which is to us, y'all. We thank you in the fullness of your grace and in the power of your name. You lift me up. You lift me up. Hallelujah. <clears throat> and thank you, y'all, for being our strength, for being our salvation, for being our redeemer, for being the one who saves our souls, the lover of our souls. Thank you, Almighty, for allowing us to return to the covenant, even in the land of our captivity, <clears throat> the land of our adversaries, y'all. You said we can turn to you humbly and accept what we are and what we've done, that you will forgive us, that you will heal us, that you will heal us, that you won't turn your face from us, and you will move on our behalf. And y'all, here we are in the land of our captivity, y'all, but we still give you the praise, and we still thank you. And y'all, we thank you for even the discipline, y'all, because if it had not been for us being over here, and going through difficulties and seeing seeing how bad it is in this place, it wouldn't have been able to turn to you. Yeah, I thank you for letting us our mind change that we don't have to be like the Gentiles or, or, or those who don't know you. We don't have to be like them. We can be like you. We can be set apart like you are set apart. We can walk in righteousness, y'all, because you are a righteous father and you have righteous us and purchased us back through the blood of your son, Yahushua HaMashiach. And for that, we're grateful. We ask you, Almighty, as we get ready to study your word, to give us a spirit of wisdom and understanding. Open our minds to be able to receive your word, to live your word, bring conviction, Yah, for the wrongdoing, and leading gathers out to all truth. Yah, we thank you. We magnify you. We praise you. Thank you for growing in our faith as well, Yah. In Yahushua HaMashiach's name, we pray. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. You are my strength. My voice tripping. <clears throat> This fan be knocking me down. <laughs> you always call you don't count. You don't count. Hallelujah. <clears throat> so, y'all, we're gonna be on first Samuel 24 today. Go ahead and um just do a quick review. So, remember last week, well, last week we started what chapter, chapter what 20. Let me see. Right, chapter 21. When David, David, you know, went, went down to uh uh to know to uh, Ahimelech. The priest, 
and how Himalek was afraid. Remember that? Well, then, uh, what's his main name down there? Doeg. Doeg. Doeg was down there, who was an Edomite. You know, and, and went, went down there, you know, David down there. And, and, and Himalek was already afraid of meeting David. He didn't know why, he didn't know why David was there. He ain't David why he was there. David wouldn't even tell him his business. Didn't want to involve him in it. You know, you can't tell what you don't know. Didn't want to involve him in it. But then even but Doeg, but Doeg was down there. So, you know, even, you know, we see how David was hungry. And, and because him and the men were not unclean, you know, by not coming to the um by not coming to a woman, uh uh Doeg gave them something to eat. He gave them bread, you know. And David asked him, you know, about, about being able to get a um a, a, a weapon, you know, a sword or something to fight with. So um uh Himalek gave him um gave him uh, the sword that he had slain Goliath with, you know. And everything. So, but then you know, you you know, um, Doeg, old boy. I tell you what, he was wrong. So Doeg go tell Saul them about what's going on, and so and, and so and with him doing that, Saul, you know, he killed eighty five of those priests, and then went back and killed to the whole town. And killed men, women, and children. And that's just the wickedness, you know. That, that's that's unrighteous, you know. But you know, you got people that's like that. That's wicked in their hearts. Allowing somebody in the minute. My mama, you know, I'm not Ray Charles, mama said, but I took a heater and said, scratch a lie, find a thief. That's a true saying. If, if a man steals from you, he'll allow you, he'll allow you, he'll kill you. Real talk, because all of the sin, people don't have no regard regarding their heart if they live wrong, love Yah or not. Even Saul in his talking, bringing up Yah gave David to him, Yah put him in his hand, and he didn't. And Saul knew that most high wasn't with him no more. Saul had two words from a prophet, a true prophet. First Samuel 14, first Samuel 15. When Samuel had first told Saul, your kingdom won't even last. He, he got somebody better than you. And then even though the most high gave him a, a chance and told him to go down and go kill the king with the, the Amalekites. Go, go, what, 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 let me see if that, 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 that's what it was. He had, he had told him, you know, um, yeah, Amalek. He had told him, you know, go kill Amalek. Now we, now, we remember now Amalek, right? When they had stole from Israel from behind. And the most high, he, he, got, to, he, got, he got to, you know, uh, Delivering, he got to have them. That was in numbers. That was in the Torah, you know. And so then, on top of that, you know, from from just just from that, <clears throat> Saul broke Torah twice. Indeed, violation of the Torah is a sin, according to First John three, you know. And Saul is, you know, and and, and the thing about it is that um, let, 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 that, that he wouldn't even obey y'all. Spared the king, kept some of the asses. See, I mean, I mean, excuse me, kept some of the uh, the lamb for sacrifices. Told Samuel skirt up off him when he was trying to get it from him, and he said the most I rejected it. But then, but wouldn't even spare his own people. All because his envy and his covetousness of one man. And he knew who y'all. So one thing about the most high is let me tell you something about this. Saul killed his thousands. 
David killed his 10,000. When Saul heard that, he knew that's who y'all had chosen. And he knew that David was the king. Because there was a word that he had already told, that, 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 that he was told. But like some folks always want to try to kill off who y'all got appointed. You can't kill off what y'all got in place for anybody. Even Herod, you know, wanted to kill Yahushua. Mosiah already had already warned him, you know, go ahead and he had to move him around. So he called up, he called up out of Bethlehem. You know, because can't nobody, can't none stop y'all's purpose. And can't nobody destroy y'all's anointing. But Saul didn't care. Saul was a wicked man. But you know, and y'all and y'all said it before Saul, you know what I'm saying, in his face. You know why? Because y'all ain't scared of nobody. See, one thing about the most high, he ain't got to keep no secret from you. It's us the men, it's us the men who get afraid. You know, don't want to offend nobody, don't want to hurt nobody's feelings, don't make nobody mad, you know, don't want nobody to do nothing to you. Sometimes we the ones who compromise. But y'all ain't scared of nobody because he know in your bitches and wicked heart, you hurt anybody. He knew that about Saul. You know, so he called him out in front, in front of them women. Remember, remember last week when David played crazy? <laughs> he played crazy last week because my man said, "Into the king over here." <laughs> then so I put his pen in the bed. Why? It shook him. Maybe he thought a man would want to kill him. Now I don't know, but I, I, I think that was the Most High who called him out in front of that man. But it just showed him being a human being. He sometimes many of us lack faith at times. You know, when it comes to doing the will of y'all, when it comes to y'all speaking to our life, or when it comes to y'all, you know, having something why? Because we don't want nobody to hurt us. We don't want to involve encounter nothing wrong. But let me tell you something, you gotta learn how to stand. Now, one thing I thought was amazing is that even after all that, let, 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 let's go 22. When he was in, in the cave of a doula. Look at number eight, verse one. When it says, therefore David departed thence and escaped to the cave of Dulam. And when his brethren, that's his folks, y'all, his people, his family, his ach, his brothers, the kin people, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and all his father's house, his mama and his daddy, everybody was kin to. They heard where he was at in the cave of Adullam. And they went down there, there to him, and everyone that was in distress, he wasn't just his family, it was everybody that was in distress as well, huh? And everyone that was in debt, and everyone that was discontented, gathered themselves unto, unto him and became a captain over there. So guess what, even in his lowest moment, even in his lowest moment, he became their leader. Y'all see that? That's how leaders is born. Leaders born in adversity. How you gonna know how to lead somebody if you can't even understand the true pain of a person? If you and yourself ain't been in, under nothing. That's one thing I, that, that, that's a, that, that I get, that, that, that's deep too. A lot of folks want to be leaders. Want, you know, I, want, I want to do your will. Well, sometimes 
you got to go through it in order to develop, you know, thick skin. Sometimes you got to learn how to be the stress. They was in the stress. Sometimes you got to learn how to run for your life, learn how to have regard for somebody else's life. You know what our problem is? Many of our problem is, though, we lack faith. So we start going through, instead of us praising y'all, instead, instead of us praying to y'all, instead of us seeking y'all what to do, we just complain all the time. Mad at the world. You know, don't, don't, don't want to, don't want to, um, don't, 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 don't want to be saved no more. Now, all of a sudden you're going through trials. You want to live in sin. You know, what kind of leader are you? That's just show who you are. I heard a man say some years ago, I agree with it. When he said, you are who you are under pressure. You are who you are in oppression. That's, that's who you. If you want the pressure and it's rough in your life and you complaining, you crying, you want to quit, you want to give up, you want to live in sin, that's who you are. You can't say no difference with your mouth. It's your attitude that best describes you. Mashiach said something to this way. You are known by the fruit they bear. You are known person. See, 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 like I like, like, like most I revealed to me, and we've been saying for a few a few weeks now, probably a few months. We, 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 we've been saying for a few for a few weeks or, 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 or a few months, you can always tell the difference between a righteous man and an unrighteous man. Because the just shall live by faith. A man always complaining about stuff, man at the world, man at y'all, you unrighteous. You don't have no faith. You, you won't be able to come out of nothing. You'll stay where you're at until you can learn how to grow up or you'll die. In David's stress, one thing I learned about David, one thing I like about David that I've seen in just reading this book, you know, he didn't complain. He, he didn't get mad at y'all. He didn't quit. He prayed. And everyone that was in distress, and everyone that was in debt, and everyone that was discontented, gathered themselves unto him while he was in his lowest moment. While he was hiding, while he was trying to protect his own life, he had to become responsible for others. That's the leader right there. That he's a, he's a, he was a real king. And yeah, and sometimes the most high will put you in situations to make you stop being so self-centered, to make you stop seeing just make it just being about you. Have you understand that it ain't just about you, but it's about others as well. And, and, and so, 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 so gird your loins up. Shoot them old feeble knees up and stand on up a little bit. And because guess what? He became a captain over them. He became their leader.
And then we were here about 400 men. Look at this. Then he went to Moab. <clears throat> Later, Battle just got finished teaching um, the book of Ruth. Off old chapter. So um, David has some Moabite blood in him. His great great, his great great grandmama. Let me show you something. He was a David has some Moabite blood in him. But he he he, he was an Israelite. He was a, from the tribe of Judah. But he has a, but he has a Moabite blood in him. Look at this. This man. This, this, I'm reading Ruth one. Some some Ruth one to you. Show you something. Now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land. <clears throat> And a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah. A Limelech could have been David's family, but you know what he did? He left. You know, we were studying, we were studying, we were studying this Thursday that the adversary tried to kill your life off. He already tried to kill him off uh, that, that bloodline of Mashiach and David them back in Judah's day with his two oldest sons. Wouldn't, wouldn't sleep with Tamar. They keep pulling out every time they come to release it out of, of themselves. Wouldn't give no baby. Judah promised when the, when the youngest son grew up, he was gonna he, he was gonna give her give him to her. Now look here, the two oldest sons and their mama died. So 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 Judah is the one that gave Tamar a baby. Elimelech was from Bethlehem, Judah, married a woman named Naomi. Elimelech was kin to Judah. Elimelech was killing the Ferez as well. But he left the land. He left his inheritance because of a famine in the land. Difficult times come on me, you run away. So he went to sojourn in the country of Moab. Him and his wife and his two sons. And the name of the man was Elimelech. And the name of his wife was Naomi. She was a Hebrew woman. And the name of his two sons, Malon and Chilion. Malon was was um was Ruth's husband, the first one. There was Ephrathites of Bethlehem, Judah. And they came into the country of Moab. And they stayed there, continued there. And Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died. She was left with her two sons, and they took and they took them wives of Moab, Moabite women. The name of one was Orpah, and the name of the other was Ruth. And they dwelt there about ten years, and they died too. Life cut short, leaving what y'all got for you. Let me tell you, man, man. Sometimes we don't understand why things happen to us. Well, you look like your decision. And a lot of times, our life be cut short. Or things happen in our life because our own bad decision making. The problem comes that our heart becomes so hard that instead of us repenting, we complain, get mad, and blame everybody else. Run around here looking like the funky face instead of learning how to remorse, have remorse and repent of your sins. The word says godless sorrow works in repentance. You being sorry for your actions, you being sorry for things you do should make you change your mind. But you know what the most high told Moses in Deuteronomy? We are stiff-necked people. Throw it. 
Yeah, hard to change. Stubborn is idolatry. Yeah, this old beast, all the stuff is a scene of witchcraft. It was hard for us to change our mind. We 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 remain stubborn. You know, you know, and you know they do the witches, don't you? Hello. They both died, and both of them, both of them, and the woman was left of her two sons and her husband, of her two sons and her husband. She didn't have nobody else, so she got with Ruth. Ruth stayed with her. What went on back to the house? more by then she then she arose with her daughters-in-law that she might return from the country of Moab. And she heard in the country of Moab how that Yahuwah had visited people and given them bread. Wherefore she placed, uh, wherefore she went forth out of the place where she was and her two daughters-in-law with her, and they went on the way to return to the land, and they went on the way to return to the land of Judah. And it was going back, and they almost told the two daughters-in-law, go return each of your mama's house. Y'all deal kindly with you as you have dealt kindly with me. Excuse me, as you have dealt with the dead and with me. And y'all grant you that you may find rest, each of you, in the house of her husband. Then she kissed him and the was well. But Ruthie, look here, she had a little weird. I ain't going nowhere. Stand with you. So what she did, she left her people. And she forsook her God. And she told Naomi, this right here, Ruth 1.16. And Ruth said, entreat me not to leave you, because I ain't going nowhere. Or to return from following after thee. For whether you go, I will go. And where you lodge, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people. She, she, she forsook her people, denounced them. He said, I'm going I'm, 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 I'm to tie myself to Israel now. Yeah, I'm a Hebrew. <laughs> and your Elohim is my Elohim. And she, said, and, she, and she said, well, you die, I would die. And I'll be buried. She kept his tight with her. She said, y'all do so to me. She said, y'all do so to me and more also, if all but death part thee and me. Ain't going nowhere. Riding with you. So, you know, she put this man named, named, named Boaz, followed all of Naomi's instructions. The other came and didn't want her. So she threw a shoe at him. <laughs> threw, a shoe, threw a shoe at him, according to Roman 25. And Boaz married him. Look at now. Ruth 4 9 says, and Boaz said unto the elders and to all the people, you are witnesses this day that I have bought all that was a Limelex. He was a kinman to the man. He can't, he, he can't buy that man's land, that man wanted his kid for. We said that they're that, that, that numbers, numbers what, 36. So he kin to him, he killed Naomi, he, he killed Elimelech by blood. And all that was Chilions and Malons by the hand of Naomi. Moreover, Ruth the Moabitess. She was a Moabite. But Malon had some land, though. 
they, 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 they can be given to his a son raised up. He, 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 he can have a son. So Boaz had a son. To 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 uh for my lung to to keep that in the lane and to keep that bloodline going. Some of them call it a leverage marriage. So the wife of Manlon have I purchased to be my wife to raise up the name of the dead upon his inheritance. And the name of the dead be not cut off from among his brethren. If that, if that name would be dead, you wouldn't have your hushi here. Because you used to come from this bloodline. David wouldn't have been no king. He wouldn't even live. But because of Ruth's faithfulness and her love for her mother-in-law, she was going to come up along the seven sons. And Boaz following Torah and willing to be obedient and do what Yah commanded him to do. He was able to have an inheritance. As we read that then, I said, so you, you, know, you ain't got to believe me. Moreover, Ruth, the Moabitess, the wife of Malon, have I purchased to be my wife to raise up the name of the dead upon his inheritance. That the name of the dead be not cut off from among his brethren. And from the gate of his place, you are witnesses this day. And they, they say, hey, witnesses, right? Look at this. And all the people that were in the gate and the elders said, we are witnesses that y'all make the woman that, that roofed, that y'all make the woman that is coming to that house like Rachel and Leah, which thou did build the house of Israel. Make her like that. Guess what, baby? Yahushua and David. That's heavy. Because it's spoken of a blessing over her life for just following Yah. She married a man of Torah. She denounced the God of her people and her people, and she served Yah. And thou do worthily in Ephraim to be famous in Bethlehem. Look here. And let the house of Pharaoh, whom Tamar bear unto Judah, of the seed which Yah shall give thee of this young woman. So Boaz took Ruth, and she was his wife. And when he went to her, Yah gave her conception, and she bare a son. And the woman said unto Naomi, Blessed be Yah, which have not left thee this day without a kinsman. That his name may be famous in Israel. And you know what, what's amazing? Yah can see the beginning from the end. He finished starting us. Like he told Jeremiah, before I formed you in your mama's womb, I already knew you, boy, and I dare you to be a prophet among the nation. Don't tell me you don't care because I know all about you. Most I can see the things from the beginning, from the end. He already told Moses, when, when you die, boy, they're going to straight up run roughshod. They're going to take this over with. They're going to turn their back on me. They're going to leave me. He already understands what's going on in your heart. You the one who fooled yourself. And look at this now. Pharaoh begot Hezron, and Hezron begot Ram, and Ram begot Abinadab, Aminadab, and Aminadab begot Nishan, and Nishan begot 
Salmon. And Salmon begot Boaz. And Boaz begot Obed. Obed begot Jesse. And Jesse begot David. Ask y'all the question. Y'all don't think if Ruth the mom was living, she didn't see her, she didn't see her Hebrew grandson. How far is that? That's David, David, daddy, granddaddy, great granddaddy. So Boaz was David's great granddaddy. Ruth is David's great grandmama. And so with David going to um with David going over here to uh, to, to, to the Moabites, he um he will he I think y'all, I think y'all has, has something to do with that. And they let him stay. So he brought them to, to he brought them before the king of Moab, and they dwelt with him all the while that David was in the hole. Now you ain't now we ain't seen nothing, nothing in here about David knowing, knowing the king of Moab and knowing the Moabites. Until here. So where would we get that from? He probably knew what's going on. He understood. David knew who he was from, who his grandma was. It's in the Bible. Mm, food for thought, huh? But let me tell you something that's, 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 that's amazing. Is that when y'all got a calling on your life for you to be a leader, or he got you, or he got you doing something, after why he gonna pull you up out that hole? You can't always hide yourself from doing the will of Yah, even while it's difficult. You got to learn how to depend on Yah and learn how to have faith in Yah and let him reveal you and guide you along your way, regardless of what transpired. So he went, so he went, so he went, gave him, put him over to the Moabite, he went back to his hole. But the most I sent a word to him, Gad, the prophet Gad to him. The Navi or Navi to him to bubble up. They'll probably means Navi or Navi right there. So I'm saying inspire man, but now Hebrew says it bubbles up out of Yah speaks to you. And, and Prophet Gad said to David, Abide not in the hole, depart and get thee in the land of Judah. Then David departed. And came into the forest of Haran. So you know the Most High when it's kind of building, He bring you up out of it, even even while you knowing your life is in danger, even while you knowing that it's difficult for you, even while you knowing that the, 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 they, they don't like you, want to hurt you, you still got to come out that hole. And y'all want you to be seen, even if you don't want yourself to be seen. You're trying to hide from being a leader, but sometimes you can't hide. From being who y'all called you to be, even when you don't have people on your side or when you don't have nobody but him. That's all who you that's all you need. So we know what we we know what's what 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 what, what um uh Doeg Doeg did. And look at this. Now David goes and doing what he's doing. He 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 go he, he go down to the city of Kela of, 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 of Kela right to save them. 
Now, y'all made him get that hole go to the land of Judah. And guess what? He made him go fight and to save these people. The most I understand his will, even if you don't. And then some of the men with David said, we scared to go. We don't even want to go down there. But y'all had already told go. Save him. They said, no, we don't want to go down there. We was, we, we're afraid. How much more then we, if we come, come to kill out against the armies of this time, that's the devil. You've been afraid don't mean nothing. Anytime anybody got fear on them, that ain't y'all. How you walking in the righteousness of y'all and you scared? When the Bible says, for y'all have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love. And of a sound mind. That's what y'all gave you. So if your mind ain't sound and it's everywhere but loose, that's not y'all. That's your mind. That's you. You got a massive head in your heart. That's not of y'all. That's of you. You in the flesh. If you scared but you ain't got no power, that's not of y'all. That's you. And it behooves us not to listen to the people who be scared. But it's more beneficial the evil they speak to you, for you to pray. Because y'all don't change his mind because somebody's scared. He don't change his mind because you don't like the way it takes. He the one that told him to get up from out that hole and go down there. He the one told him to go down there, he gonna get, they, they gonna win. So when they came to him being scared, it couldn't be of y'all. And praise y'all for David's wisdom. We inquired of y'all again, yet again, and y'all answered him and said, arise and go. To, to, to kill out, for I will deliver the Philistines into your hand. And David went, and David went, David went with y'all having an understanding that something was going to try to come seek his life, and them same folks going to try to hand him over. Because y'all know he, y'all know who he is, he know how strong he is, and he don't need nobody to see you and try to prove him otherwise, because you will lose anyway. Y'all know it's the beginning from the end. So, so, so even though even though when he when he hear about he hear about you no know, at the door they kill all them people and, and, and the women men women and children and the priest then his youngest son escaped. Him and Lex, youngest son who was a Levite, he fled to David and Kila. Then he came down with an ephod in his hand, and he told David what Saul them had done. Look here, it was told, they told Saul, they was in Kalea, and Saul said, God, what God he talking about? Because this is a God of Christians, ain't it? Or a God of Muslims. Because it sure ain't y'all, it, it ain't the mighty one of the Bible, it, it ain't the mighty one of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He hasn't delivered David to nobody's hand. Because see, you know why? Y'all don't lose. If Yahweh have delivered David to Saul's hand, David would have died. Can't nothing escape y'all when he wants it done to you. But you know, Saul, the religious mindset, like many other folks, see somebody and they lead to their own understanding, they've been in the flesh, they see, they see you falling down, they figure y'all trying to tell you something. <laughs> or they figure you, you, you in sin, you, you, you're wrong, but it ain't even the truth. 
And it was told Saul that David was coming to Kaleh. And Saul said, God has delivered him into my hand. For he is shut in by entering to a town that they have gates and bars. And you know, and Saul called all the people together to war to go down to Kaleh to besiege David and his men. And again, well, the most I don't hold nothing secret to you as his people. You ain't got to be scared. David knew that Saul was secret to practice mischief against him. Y'all told him to go down that door. Y'all don't put you in no funky bunch. He don't put you in no bad spot. That's you and your flesh. Remember this morning, get mad at Moses. You done brought us out here. The brought from the land, from a place of milk and honey. The brought from that land and got into the wilderness, and you ain't even took it to the land from milk and honey. And they're the ones who got they said where they was at. Because <clears throat> their lack of faith, because their disobedience, because of their unbelief, they're the ones who got themselves in that predicament. It wasn't y'all. So I thought so they, they, David knew because y'all don't, y'all don't, 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 he don't have you blind to it. He allow you to see what's going on. Just pay attention to it. And David knew that Saul secretly practiced mischief against him. And he said to Abathar the priest, bring him to Ephah. And they prayed. He's oh man, he done brought me here, man. Man, yeah, he don't even love me. He ain't complain. He ain't grumbling. Man, maybe my way just go on kill me now. I'd rather die. Got to take a little pressure. Some of y'all got worm skin. Yeah, when they get too high, you drive on the sidewalk. I can't take the heat. Better scoot yourself to the mud and get in it, cover yourself and cool off. Quick, quick coming to a standstill because you don't like what's going on with you. Then said David, Oh, yeah, he did that. What he did, he, you know, what make a lot of sense. Solomon, you know, being the son, daddy gave him a little wisdom because Solomon said, Proverbs, trust y'all with all your heart and lean not. Your own understanding, but in all of your ways acknowledge Yah and hear like your path. David had probably talked some of that a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because he prayed to Yah. He didn't get all in the flesh and get grumbling, crumbling, crying, and whining the can on. He didn't run to the liquor store, the blue liquor house, and got drunk. I'm just gonna walk the past Houston crown. He didn't care all that. No, he prayed. That's why it's good to pray about everything. You who just said in Luke 18. Men ought to always pray. Let me show it to you. We come back. And he's speaking to them a parable. And he's speaking a parable unto them to this end. That what? Men ought to always pray. They're not faint. Since so then, then, therefore, if you don't pray, <laughs> that's why you got to complain to the complainers because you don't pray. I pray, you pray a miss. I'll show it to you because you know, I pray, you can't tell me I don't pray. Yeah, I can. Let me find it. 
Thank you, yeah. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of Elohim, that you may know that you have eternal life, that you know Yah, and that you may believe on the name of the Son of Elohim. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he do what? He heareth us. And if, he, and, 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 and if we know that he hear us, Whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of him. And then what they say, if you pray according to Yah's will, he hear you. That's the confidence we got. And if we know he hears us, then he's he gonna respond to you. Not only that, but let's go ahead and look at something else. Mashiach said, I'm going to bind you the branches. And you got to bear fruit. Everybody that don't bear no fruit, he take it away, right? Guess, 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 guess what that fruit bearing is? That cutting, I mean, excuse me, that, that, that cut back is. That's him cutting you back. That, 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 that's them trials of life. That's that pain. And while you're going through your trials, and while, and, and, and while it's being difficult, and while you're being cut back, learning how to be able to bear the fruit of patience and temperance and meekness and long-suffering and gentleness and joy and faith and goodness and all that stuff, while you're learning how to bear that, while you're being cut back, and you ain't been thrown to that fire, you got to learn how to pray. He said, if you abide in me, you got to remain in him. And my words, keeping that faith, they abide in you. You shall ask what you will. And it shall be done unto you. You know why? Herein is my father glorified that you bear much fruit. So you shall be my disciples. Yah is glorified by you bearing fruit. He it takes pleasure. You have to cut you back a little bit. Sometimes look here, things happen in life. People turn their back on you, lie on you, do stuff all of a sudden abruptly, talk about you. There's some cutting back moments. The opportunity, the opportunity to be able to learn a lesson. And while you're in those moments, if you don't like what you're going through, don't like what you're in, you got to still hang on to him. You got to still hang on to him. And as long as you're hanging on to him and you abide in him, you, you continue to bear, you can pray. You can ask whatever you will and it shall be done. Ain't no running around crying, tucking your tail and your head in the sand. So David prayed. Then said David, Oh, Yah, Elohim of Yasharal, thy servant have certainly heard that Saul seeketh to come to Kalah to destroy the city for my sake. He finna come and destroy the city for my sake. So them folks go, and, and they, they want their city destroyed. And they probably heard what Doeg, what Doeg did. Or his son, 
uh, Ahimelech's son that came and told them what happened, and he, he, he don't want to come there. So he, he talking to y'all about it. They, 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 he come to the source of my say, and then he, then he asked the most high. He said, with a minute, can I do, deliver me up into his hand? Will Saul come down as our servant have heard? Oh, Yah, mighty one of Israel, I beseech you, tell your servant. Yah said he will come down. Now, Yah the one that sent him over there to fight. Made him a leader, got his family demonstrate, put him out that hole, sent him over there to fight for Saul to come down and try to get at him. And the most of yeah, say, yeah, they, 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 yeah, 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 he coming, yeah, he coming. And David, they have a, they praying, he talking. And so David praying, and then said, David, with the men of Caled deliver me and my men to the hand of Saul. And y'all said, they will deliver you, deliver you up. Then David said, then, then, then David and his man, which were about 600, arose and departed out of Caled, Caled. And or Kala, one of them, and went whithersoever they would, they would, they, they could go. And it was told Saul that David escaped from Kala, and he forbear to go forth. So them folks were saved. David's life was saved, and they were able to move on. Why? Because he prayed. And because he prayed, and David abode in the wilderness and strongholds, and remained in the mountain, and the wilderness of the zip, and Saul saw him every day. But guess what? Elohim did not deliver him into his hand. And I'm going to tell you, so one, one thing about the Most High, he'll always detour and remove the adversary because even though you're going through, he won't let it happen to you. He won't, let, he, won't let it, he won't let it come upon you. He'll deliver you from it every time. David said, you know, uh, somebody said, uh, uh, many of y'all are the fish of the righteous. But Yah delivers us, delivers us out of them all, you know. Now, now I can understand a lot of when because they were thirty years old when when he um when he was uh uh, uh made king. He reigned for uh what forty years. Child, so he was the old man. When he said this, but let me say, let me, let me, let me, let me go to here real quick. Psalm 37. This is from David. Most of how I bring y'all the stuff, boy, when it's rough for you. This man learned how to do music. He worship y'all. He had to go through an experience to tell somebody something. He said, fret not thyself because of evildoers. And neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as a green herb. Trust in Yah and do good. So shall thou dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be fed. 
the light thyself also in Yah, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy ways unto Yah. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth thy righteousness, thy right, thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in Yah. And wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way. Because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself and wise to do evil. For evil doers shall be cut off. But those who wait upon Yah, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall not be. Yea, Thou shalt diligently consider his place, and it shall not be. But the meek shall inherit the earth, the Mashiach said that, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. The wicked plotteth against the just, and natural upon him with his teeth. Yah shall laugh at him, for he seeth that his day is coming. The wicked have drawn out the sword and have bent their bow and cast down the poor and needy and to slay such as be of upright conversation. Their sword shall enter into their own heart and their bow shall be broken. Hallelujah. A little with a little that the righteous man have is better than the, than the riches of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but Yah upholdeth the righteous. Hallelujah. Yah knoweth the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time, and in the days of famine they shall be satisfied. He'll take care of you. But the wicked shall perish as the enemies of Yah shall be as fat. The wicked shall perish and the enemies of Yah shall be as fat as lambs. They shall consume into smoke. They shall consume away. The wicked borrow and pay not again. But the righteous show mercy and give. Give. For such be blessed of him that shall inherit the earth. And they that be cursed of him shall be cut off. The steps of a good man, you don't hear what I'm saying to you? Get it whole boy. Get over there and help them people. And then, then they, yeah, go and get on over there. I got you. The steps of a good man are ordered by y'all. He delighteth in his way. Yeah, though he fall, he mess up. He shall not be utterly cast down. For Yahuwah upholdeth him in his hand. David said some heavy right then. I have been young and now am old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor seed begging bread. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Yah. Hallelujah. He is ever merciful and lender, and his seed is blessed. 
depart from evil and do good and dwell forevermore. For y'all love of judgment and for the sake of not the saints. They are perverse forever. Excuse me, they are, per, they are preserved forever. But the seed of the, of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell therein forever. And the mouth of the righteous speak of wisdom. And this tongue talk of judgment. The Torah of his mighty one is in his heart. And none of his steps shall slide. The wicked watch of the righteous and seek of the slain. Yah will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is judged. Wait on Yah and keep his way, and he shall exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you shall see it. I have seen the wicked in great power. And spread of him, spreading himself like a green bay tree. Yeah, he passed away. <laughs> yeah, and lo, he was not. Yeah, I saw him, but he could not be found. Mark the whole man, the complete man, the pious, gentle man, the undefiled, upright man. Shamar. The guard him and defend him and protect him. Protect the whole man, the tall man, the perfect man. And behold, the upright for the end of that man is peace. But the transgressors shall be destroyed together. The end of the wicked shall be cut off. But the salvation of the righteous is of Yah. He is their strength. In the time of trouble. Yeah, you say that your own word. Man, hallelujah. It's the truth. And Yah shall help them. You said you help us, Almighty. Your word said it. And deliver them. And he shall deliver them from the wicked and save them. Why? Because they trust in him. They got faith. So look here, it don't matter what the devil trying to do to you. He couldn't do none of David. Because y'all had already had a word over his life. And instead of him complaining, he prayed to the Father. You know, our dad looked out for him too. Yah, oh Yah, mighty one of yes, Yasharal, your servant, have certainly heard it. They're going to come down here and they're going to get you. Yeah, yeah they're going to deliver you to the hand. You stay here. And David left. And what did he say? But Elohim did not deliver him into his hand. And, again, and then David saw that Saul was coming to seek him. They're in the same, they, they're in the same, they're in the same woods on different sides of the rock. And it's amazing that Jonathan knew where he was at. <laughs> and one let Saul know. And Jonathan saw the son arose and went to David in the wood and stretched his hand in Elohim. Man, that's a real brother, ain't it? A brother is known in, in, in adversity. You will find out who your friends are. Get low. Get low. You will find out then. They forsake you when you ain't got nothing. But when you get back home, they hear. Knocking on the door. Hey, can I borrow $5 from you? Uh -huh. <laughs> and he says to him, fear not. For the hand of Saul, my father, shall not find you. And you shall be king over Israel. 
and I'll be and I should be next unto you. That means I'm behind you. I'm not not next to be the king, but I'm your servant. You before me. I'm second. I ain't. I, I'm up. I'm up the air. You are. He didn't understand. He ain't envious of that. He loved him like his brother. He understand the will of Yah. Righteous man got faith. It's Saul that's going to be tormented, probably. I don't think John's going to be tormented, but he's going to live again. And I shall be next unto thee, and that thou also, and that also saw my father, my father Noah. And they too made a covenant before Yah. And David abode in the wood, and Jonathan went to the house. <laughs> yeah. And, when, and, and guess what? And when Saul, when, when, then, then, then guess what? They, the the Zippites came to Saul to give you, saying, Do not David hide himself with us in strongholds in the woods and the hills, a hakalah, which is on the south of Jeshima. They tell him where he is. But guess, but guess what y'all did? Made a distraction, right? And Saul had to go fight and return from pursuing after David. And when he gets to Philistine, y'all always brought destruction to save David. I think when he, you know, when he was talking in Psalm 35 or 37, he talked from a principle of experience. Something he knew that y'all would do. Giving you wisdom for you to learn how to be patient yourself and wait on y'all. Even though it's difficult at times, don't mean you quit. Y'all got a purpose for your life. Let's read 24. Hallelujah. And it came to pass when Saul was returned from following the Philistines that it was told him, <clears throat> saying, Behold, David is in the wilderness, in the wilderness of Engedi. Then Saul took 3,000 chosen men out of all of Israel and went to seek David and his men upon the rocks of the wild goats. And he, and he came to the sheep coat, to the sheep coats, by the way, and there was a cave. And Saul went in to cover his feet. And David and his men remained in the sides of the cave. And, 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 and the men of David said unto him, Behold, the day of the day of which Yah said unto thee, Behold, I will deliver thy enemy to thy hand that thou mayest do. Uh, to him, as it shall it shall it shall uh, uh, be seen, it seemed good unto thee. Then David arose and cut off the skirt of Saul's robe privately. And then Saul's in there, Saul's in there doing what Smokey was doing outside the house when his ear caught it. You see that using the bathroom. I'm thinking. And guess what? David going there while Saul sitting down. Use the bathroom or whatever you're doing. He cut. He cut. He cut off the. He 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 he, he cut off the skirt of Saul's robe privately, privately, where he didn't even see it privately. And you see, and it came to pass afterward. David's heart smote him. He felt bad for doing it because he had cut off Saul's skirt. And he said unto his men, "Y'all forbid that I should do this thing unto my master. Y'all's anointed to stretch forth my hand against." Seeing he is anointed of Yah, David wise and wouldn't even hurt a man and tried to hurt him. We want to get vengeance ourselves though. But Yah get the vengeance, he repay. That's what he said, David. So David stayed in his service with these words. 
and suffered them not to rise against Saul. But Saul rose up out of the cave and went on his way. <clears throat> and David also arose afterward and went out of the cave and cried after Saul, saying, My master, the king. And when Saul looked behind him, David stopped. David stooped with his face to the earth and bowed himself. And David said to Saul, Wherefore hearest thou, wherefore hearest thou me his words, saying, Behold, David seek of thy hurt. Behold, this day thy eyes have seen how that Yah had delivered you, delivered you today in my hand in the cave, and some bade me to kill you. But my eyes spared you. And I said, I will not put forth my hand against my masters, for he is Yah's anointed. Moreover, my father, moreover, my father, see yeah. My old, old my father, see, yeah, see the skirt of thy robe in my hand. For, 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 for in that, for in that, I cut off that the skirt of thy robe and kill thee not. Know thou and see, see that there is neither evil nor transgression in my hand. And I ha and I have not sinned against thee. Yet thou hunters my soul to take it. And y'all judge between me and thee. And y'all avenge me of thee. For my hand shall not be upon thee. As saith the proverb of the ancients, wickedness proceeded from the wicked. But my hand shall not be upon thee. After whom is the king of Israel come out? After whom doest thou pursue? After a dead dog, after a flea, Y'all therefore be judged and judge between me and thee, and see and plead my cause and deliver me out of thy hand, thine hand. And it came to pass when David had made an end of speaking these words unto Saul, that Saul said, Is this thy voice, my son David? And Saul lifted up his voice and wept. Saul so fake. And he said to David, Thou art more righteous than I. For thou hast rewarded me good, whereas I rewarded thee evil. And thou hast shown this day how that thou hast dealt well with me. For as much as when Yahuwah had delivered me into thy hand, thou killedest me not. For if a man find his enemy, will he let him go well away? Wherefore Yahuwah reward thee good for that thou hast done, un done unto, unto me this day. And now behold, I know well that thou shalt surely be king, mm. and that the kingdom of Israel shall be established in thine hand. Swear now, therefore, unto me by Yahuwah, that thou wilt not cut off my seed after me, and that thou wilt not destroy my name out of my father's house. And David swore to Saul, and Saul went home. And David and his men got them, got them up unto the hole. See that? But he could have killed Saul. He didn't touch him. Mercy. Saul took 3,000 men to go and kill this man who ain't did nothing to him. All because his wicked heart. He is rejected. He figured, I guess he figured if he killed David, he could still remain king and David wouldn't be the king. Man, can't nothing stop y'all. Sometimes, y'all, we be down the most high 
we be over here, can y'all do this? Or it's too, or it's too rough for me and I can't make it. But what Jeremiah, what, 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 what does Jeremiah 32 say? Verse 27. I'm gonna just read 26 and 27. Then the word of Yahuwah, Yahuwah came to Jeremiah saying, Behold, I am Yahuwah, the mighty one of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Ain't nothing too hard for y'all. It's in our mind that, 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 that it becomes difficult. It's in our mind that we can't see the most high bringing us out. We can't see y'all moving around our behalf. It's in our mind. And so when we get in the flesh, y'all, we have a whole different kind of mindset. We don't know how to just go and try to fix things or go and try to keep things, you know what I'm saying, the right way. We get up and want to seek vengeance. Want to hurt somebody, want to do something bad to somebody, all because we felt they did something to us. But no, you got to understand something. Just like you belong to y'all, they belong to y'all. You got to let y'all do it. David was cutting his heart. He, the, David's heart smote him. It, it struck him. It, it clapped. It, oh, man. He, he felt bad. Just by simply cutting off his, his skirt. And even though, and even though he probably was being justified and probably been right to protect himself, he told his men. Then he said to his men, Y'all forbid that I should do this thing until my master, Yah's anointed. It's a wicked man. He mean dog him out. Even though he was trying to kill him. He still called that man Yah's anointed, but he was Yah's anointed. Saul was rejected. Saul was, was not the king no more in Yah's eyes. David was. But yet and still, David humbled himself. Maybe we can't even humble ourselves. We want to go get us one. I got to get revenge on them. So I call around tearing everybody, warning everybody of them. Don't hang around them. Don't be around them. Leave them alone. They ain't fake. They ain't real. Now here you is, dogging somebody out and saying you allowing y'all to handle it. You making the decisions to do it yourself and you got everybody following you. Not realizing everybody following you going to die right along with you because you trying to do something that you shouldn't be doing. And But the one that humbled themselves and let y'all do it, y'all got you. He said, he said this, he said, y'all forbid that I should do this thing to my master. Y'all's anointed to stretch forth my hand against him, seeing he is y'all's anointed. And he told his servants these words and suffered them not to rise against Saul. Then he killed a hand and tried to spare with him. Look, man, I could have got you. I could have got you. Look here, cut his skirt, sitting there watching him the whole time. Got him in his eye, view could do something bad to him. They sin. His guard down. They see him. And instead of him jumping on it, instead of him trying to come, come behind and get at him, he cried out to him. And he fell down and put his face with the earth, to the earth, and bowed himself. 
you know, it's amazing, man. Show y'all something. A lot, a lot of times, it's, 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 it's like we forget, you know, about 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 um about y'all about y'all's word. We um we just want we 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 just want to do it on our own. Let me show y'all two scriptures. Likewise, you younger, submit yourself to the elder. Yea, all of you be subject to one another and be clothed with the humility. For Elohim resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of Elohim, that he may exalt you in due time. Cast not your care upon him, for he care for you. Ain't that something? Hmm. Let me start at verse five. Do you think that the scripture is saying in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? But he giveth more grace, wherefore, have Elohim resisted the proud, but give a grace to the humble. Submit yourself, therefore, to Elohim. Resist the adversary, and he'll flee from you. Resist the devil, he'll flee from you. Draw nigh to Yah, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. David came out. David came out there and humbled himself before a man who was seeking his life, bowed himself down to him, and even called him his father. Man, said I hit you in my hand. I could have did it to you bad too, but I spared you. And I would and say so I would not put forth my hand against against my master. He is Yah's anointed. He humbled himself to this man. He ain't trying to trick him. He didn't want no problems. He didn't want no beef with him. He only wanted to die. He cared about this man. You know, this man wanted to hurt him. And he hurt. And you know what's amazing about that? Is David, is David ain't just, ain't just, you know, um, Thinking about himself. I believe Michael McCall was in his mind as his wife. I believe Jonathan was in his mind as his brother. He was probably thinking about his children as well. I don't want to hurt this man because he wouldn't sit well with anybody. And, he, and, he, and this is Yah's anointing. David had faith in Yah. He feared Yah. His heart was perfect toward Yah. Talmin, Tom, complete. He didn't want to sin against the most. He didn't want to hurt this man. 
And guess what? Y'all, y'all respected that. Saul left. Let's go 25. Saul cried out. You're more righteous than me. You ain't did nothing but seeking me good. I'm the one who wanted to hurt you. Come on now. We want everybody to die. Get him, God. Cut his back off. Scare the meat off his leg. Make him hit the head on the wall. Bleed out. They doing me wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna kill that nigga when I was here. I'm gonna cut him up. <laughs> I can't stand no white folks, the crackers, the honkies. And all of us when we love the most high. <laughs> wow. Look at first say 25 and 1. And Samuel died, and all the Israelites were gathered together and, and lamented with and, and, and lamented him, buried him in the house of in his house at Ramah. And David arose and went down to the wilderness of Paran. And there was a man in Mayon who was, who was with man. They Bible was so crazy. And there was a man <clears throat> in Mayon whose possessions were in Carmel. And the man was very great. He had 3,000 sheep, 1,000 goats, and he was shearing his sheep in Carmel. Now the name of the man was Nabal. And the name of his wife was Abigail. And she was a woman of good understanding and of a beautiful countenance. But the man was churlish and evil in his doings. And he was and he was of the house of Caleb. And David heard in the wilderness that Nabal did shear his sheep. And David sent out 10 young men, and David said unto the young men, get you up to Carmel and go to Nabal and greet him in my name. And thus shall you say to him that liveth that live in prosperity, peace be, both to thee and peace be to thine house and peace be unto all that thou hast. And now I have heard that thou hast shearers and, and now that thy shepherd, now that thy shepherds which were with thee, excuse me, now, now thy shepherds which were with us, we hurt them not. Neither was there all missing unto them all the while they were in common. Ask the young men, Ask thy young men, and they will show you. Wherefore, let the young men find favor in thine eyes, for we come in a good day. Give, I pray thee, whatsoever cometh to thine hand, unto thy service, and to thy son, David. He sang home and said to his man. And when David's young men came, they spake to Nabal, according to all the words in the name of David, and ceased. And Nabal answered David's service and said, who is David? <laughs> and who is the son of Jesse? That there be many servants nowadays that break away from every man from his master. Ooh, you're on Saul's side, ain't he? Shall I then take my bread and my water and my flesh that I have killed for my shearers and give it unto, unto men whom I know not whence they be? And David's young men turned that way and went again and came and told him all those sayings, all those sayings. And David said unto, unto, unto his uh, men, girl, you own every man that swore we go with them now. <laughs> Take everything. And David, and David said unto, unto his men, girl, you own every man that swore. And they girded on every man that swore. And David also girded on his sword. 
and there went up after David about 400 men, 200 abode by the stuff. But one, but the, but, but one of the young men told Abigail, Nabal's wife, saying, Behold, David sent messengers out of the wilderness to salute our master, and he railed on them. But the men were very good unto us, and we were not hurt, neither missed we anything as long as we were co co conversant with them when they when we were in the fields. They were a wall unto they were a wall unto us both night and day. All the while we were we were we were uh what 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 with them keeping the sheep. Now therefore know and consider that that what thou would do, for evil is determined against our master and against all his household. And he is such a son of a Belial that a, that a man can't cannot speak to him. The Abigail made haste and took the two hundred loaves and two bottles of wine and five sheep, ready dressed, who and five and five sheep <clears throat> ready yes ready dressed and five measures of parched corn and a hundred clusters, clusters of raisins and two hundred cakes of figs and laid them on asses. And she said, and she said unto her servants, Go on before me, and behold, I come after you. But she told not her husband Nabal. Excuse me, y'all. And it was, and it was so, and she rode on the ass. And she came down, but she came down by the comfort of the hill. And behold, David and his men came down against her, and she met them. Now David had said, Surely in vain, I have kept all of this fellow have in the wilderness, so that nothing was missed of all that pertained unto him. And he had requited evil for good. So, so more, so. And more also do Elohim unto the image of David, if I leave all that pertain to him by the morning light, any that pisseth against the wall. I thought he was cussing like that, I think. So the young man that pisseth against the wall, to the house. <laughs> and when Abigail saw David, she hastened and lighted off the ass and fell before David on her face and bowed herself to the ground. And fell at his feet and said unto and fell at his feet and said and said upon me my my master upon me let this iniquity be and at thy handmaid I pray thee speak in thine audience and hear the words of thine handmaid let not my master I pray thee let not my let not my master I pray thee regard this man Belial even the ball for as his name is so is he what is his name. His name is uh no his name Dope his name, his name is stupid, Dope uh Dumsy. <laughs> so was he. <clears throat> Nabal is his name and folly is with him. But I, thy handmaid, saw not the young men of my master whom thou didst sin. Therefore, my master, as y'all live. And as our soul living, seeing that Yah have beholden thee from coming to shed blood and from avenging thyself with thine own hand, 
Now let thine enemies, now let thine enemies and they that seek evil to, to my Lord be as Nabal. And now this blessing which thy hand may have brought unto my master, let it even be given unto the young men that follow my Lord. I pray thee, forgive the trespass of thy handmaid. For Yahuwah will certainly make my Lord a sure house, because my Lord fighteth the battles of Yah. And evil have not been found in thee all thy days. Yet a man is risen to pursue thee and to seek thy soul. But the soul of my master shall be bound in the bundle of thy life with Yah, thy Elohim. And the soul of thy enemies, them shall he sling out as, a, out as of the middle of a sling. And it shall come to pass. When Yah shall have done, and it shall come to pass, when Yah shall have done to my master according to all the good that he spoke of, spoken concerning thee, and shall have appointed thee ruler over Israel, that this shall be no grief unto thee, no offense of heart unto my master, neither either that thou hast shed blood causeless, or that my master have avenged himself, but when Yah have, but, but when Yah shall have dealt well with my master, then remember thy handmaid. And David said to Abigail, blessed be Yah, Elohim and Yasharal, which sent thee this day to meet me. And blessed be thy advice. And blessed be thou, which has kept me this day from coming to shed blood and from avenging myself with my own hand. For in very deed, as, Yah, as Yahuwah, Elohim of Israel liveth, which have kept me back from hurting thee, except thou hast had hasted and come to meet me, surely there had not been left unto the ball by the morning a light in it that pitched against the wall. And David received her hand, and David received of her hand that which she had brought him, and said unto her, Go up in peace to thy house. I have hearkened to thy voice and have accepted thy person. And Abigail came to Nabal, and behold, he held a feast in his house like the feast of a king. And Nabal's heart was merry within him, but he was very drunk. He was drunk, y'all, but very drunken. Wherefore, she told him nothing, less or more, until the morning light. But it came to pass in the morning, when the wine was gone out of Nabal, and his wife had told him these things, his heart died within him, and he became as a stone. Man, he had a stroke or something, didn't he? And it came to pass <clears throat> about 10 days after that Yah smoked Nabal and that he died. And when David heard that Nabal was dead, he said, Blessed be Yah that have played the cause of my reproach from the hand of Nabal and have kept his servant from evil. For Yah have returned the wickedness of Nabal upon his own head. David sent and communed with Abigail to take her to him to wife. And when the servants of David would come to Abigail, the Carmel, they spake unto her, saying, David sent us unto thee to take thee to him to wife. And she arose and bowed herself and bowed herself and her face to the earth and said, Behold, let thy handmaid be a servant to wash the feet of the, of the service of my master. Wow. And Abigail hastened and rose and rose upon the ass with five damsels of hers that went that went after her 
and she went after the messages of David and became his wife. And David also took a home, a hymn of Jezreel, and they and they were also both of them his wives. And Saul had given Machal, his daughter David, David's wife, to Philate, the son of Lachish, which was of Galim. Heavy, ain't it? That's heavy there, y'all. The ball was crazy. So Samuel died, it said Samuel died. Samuel died, they cried, and then you know they they, they buried him in his house in, in um in, in Ramah. And then and then David arose and went to down to Paran, to the wilderness of Paran. You know, and, and uh like the seven had died. But listen, this man was there, his shepherds was in the field. David then protected this these men, didn't eat a sheep, didn't take none from them, and got along with them good, looked out for them, was in security. Keeping them from getting robbed, keeping them from, you know what I'm saying, doing anything. And yet, so he so he sent them, so he sent them to Nabal. Man, we didn't look out for them. Look at he said he was churlish. Impotent, he was rough, he was stubborn. He was stiff-necked. And he was evil in his doing. He was bad. He didn't care. He was a, he was a wicked man. That people couldn't even really talk to him. Y'all know folks like that. I know some people like that. <laughs> he was at the house of Caleb, you know, and, and, and but he had a wife, he had a wife that was that they had a good understanding. I wonder how he got her then. He, he had a wife, Abigail. She was a woman of good understanding. She, 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 she was intelligent, knowledgeable, prudent. He had some good sense. He had some wisdom. And she was pretty. So he's talking about both of them. Now David sent them men out to go out to go out to go out there in the hip in the hip and look and look and he, he bowed himself down to him. Look, look at this. And you, shall say, and you shall say to him that live in prosperity, shalom. Shalom both to you and shalom to your house and shalom to all that you have. And then look here. He tell, he tell him what he did. Now, now I have heard that, 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 you, that there's shearers. Now, and now I have heard that thou hast shearers. You shear your sheep. Now, that I, now your shepherds, which was with us, we didn't hurt him. And neither was there aught missing unto them while they was while they were in Carmel. Ask them. Ask the young men, and they'll show you. Wherefore, let the young men find favor in thine eyes. We come in a good day. Give, I pray thee, whatsoever comes to thy hand and to thy servant and your son David. He just said, you know, as, as a man to look out for us. He wasn't, the thing about it is, he wasn't, he wasn't trying to get paid for what he was doing. He was trying to provide and take care of the folks that was with him. So they'll have food and be able to have things. And he would think, and you would think that this, that, that this man would be kind to him or, you know, be grateful for him looking out for him. 
You know, it's a sin to, 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 to be like that, to not repay, to not look out for people, especially when they do good to you. I always got your hand now, though. I always want somebody to help you, though. Or, 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 or you bragging on what you've got. I know for like that, even in real life today, brag on what they got, brag on how much money they make, but won't give nothing to nobody to help them out. We'll talk about you for needing help. You know, you know that don't please y'all to talk about folks because folks need help. No, look out for folks. Even when you feel you don't got it, look out for people because I'm telling you something. You're not, you're not willing to give of yourself and think about yourself. That's evil. The scripture says y'all loves what? A cheerful giver. Mashiach said, um, if you give, it shall be given back to you in good measures, pressed down, shaking again and running over, shall, shall men give it to your bosom. Let me show y'all something. And he looked up and saw this Luke 21 and 1. And he looked up and saw a rich man casting their gifts into the treasury. And he saw also a certain poor widow casting in there the two mites. And he said, of a truth I say unto you, that this poor widow have cast, have cast in, in more than they all. For all these have of their abundance cast into the offering of Elohim, but she of a penury have cast in all the living that she had. Y'all see that? That's a widow woman. She gave all she had. Look at something of this about this story. She was what? Widow, and she was poor. She had nobody to take care of her. A widow, in our time, we just think it's a woman whose husband died. But a widow in Mashiach's time is a woman who have no husband nor children to help take care of her. She by herself. She don't have nothing. Nobody to provide for her. Nobody to do nothing for her. And she was poor. But guess what? Regardless, regardless to her condition, regardless of her situation, she cast in more than they all. For out of abundance, for out of all these, have of their abundance cast to the offering of Yah. But she, out of her penury, out of her poverty, out of her lack, when she didn't have it, she gave it in away. He said she cast in all the living that she had. And here we complaining because we ain't got a little bit left. Not willing to give up what you have 
in order to receive from y'all. Let me show y'all something else. The ways of y'all when um, they got First Kings 17 again, right? And the word of y'all came unto him saying, Arise and get you the Zarephath, which belongeth to Zadon. This woman, he got a little, she got a, she, she got a, she got a, she got a young son. She ain't got no son to take care of because she, she had a grown son. She will be struggling. It worked. Arise, get thee up to Zarephath, which belongs to Zadon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman to sustain thee. A widow woman to take care of this man. And so he arose and went to Zarephath. And, and when he came to the gate of the city, Behold, the widow woman was there gathering sticks. Gathering sticks. She out there working. Because her kids couldn't do it. And she was in the poverty. She's preparing to eat her last meal and get up out of here. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray to you, a little water and a vessel that I may drink. She stopped doing what she was doing, y'all. She stopped. It wasn't about her. She she stopped doing what she was doing. And, 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 and as she was going to fetch it, he called her and said, bring me, I pray to you, a morsel of bread in thine hand. And bring me something to eat too. And she said, as y'all, your mighty one live, I had not a cake, but a handful of meal in the barrel and a little oil in the cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son that we may eat and die. It takes faith, huh? And Eliyahu said unto her, fear not, go and do as thou has said, but well, make me thereof a little cake first, and bring it unto me. And after, and after that, look here. Make me a little cake first, bring it unto me, and after make for thee and your son. <laughs> Y'all see that? But thus says y'all. Someone, someone said, "Man, y'all ain't told you that." <laughs> Y'all ain't told you to give me your land, give you my land. You crazy. <laughs> and someone's going to say that because we lack faith. For thus says Yah, the mighty one of Israel, the bearer of meal uh, shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail until the day Yahuwah sent a rain upon the earth. She would have never knew that, y'all, unless she would. She would have never experienced that, y'all, unless she would have went and done it. Unless, you, unless she had to get past herself. So y'all another one. Because she wouldn't did that one. Hold on. 
And come and go to this one. And they're gonna finish reading this right now. Then we're gonna go to Second Kings. And, and she and she went and did according to the saying of Eliyahu, and she and he and her house did eat many days, and the barrel of meal wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail according to the word of Yah, which he spake to Eliyahu. Now it took her, her to have faith, but check this out: the double the double portion man. Same experience almost. She had nothing either. Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets of Elisha or Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my thy husband, thy servant, my husband is dead. Thou knowest that thy servant did fear Yah, and the creditors come to take. To take unto unto him my two sons to be born men. Had none. And Eliyahu said to her, She ain't got to have faith, huh? What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in thy house? She said, Thy handmaid have not a thing in the house, save a pot of oil. And then he said, Go borrow the, the, the vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and, and upon thy sons and shalt pull out into all those vessels and thou shalt set aside that which is full. He made her entrepreneur, didn't he? She went and did all that and pulled oil out. Look at that They had a little oil. But that's all you be saying. I said, put a little oil in your vessel. Listen, it takes faith. It takes you to give. It takes you to do what you got to do as far as obedience in order for you to have Yah's provision. In order for in order for you to 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 to, to get what you need from Yah, you got to give out, and you got to be willing to give of yourself. You got to become selfless. You mean selfless? Deny your own self-interest and give of yourself in order for you to receive anything. Even Yahusha himself had to give his own life up. In order for you to have life. And here we is. We think, think we, we miss the big stuff all of a sudden. Who we think we are when, when, when even somebody doing us good, somebody helping us, looking out for us. Not 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 because he asked for it. Nabal, he didn't ask for it. David just chose to do it, which was the right thing to do. And when David sent the young men to go meet him, he said, greet this man in my name. Nabal, who knew who David was? Look at this. So he did something. He knew who he was. And Nabal answered David's service and said, who is David? <laughs> and like he said, who, who, who is that? And who was the son of Jesse? What, 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 he, he knew he was the king. He knew what, what was spoken. And everybody around that was going on. Everybody know what's going on with David and Saul. This man in the head whole city is killed. Find them there where folks find out. Oh, and, and, and what about a blind to the fact? That he gonna see and put him down. There'll be he talking about it about Saul. There'll be many servants nowadays that break away from any man from his master. He, he, he understand what's going on with David, with David and Saul and them too. 
Shall I then take my bread and my water and my flesh that I have killed for my shearers and give it unto men who are who I know not which they be? I don't know this man. Who is he? And that made David mad. That's why David was so upset. Not necessarily that he was just saying no, but what he said about it. And they came and told what he said. It's what he said about it. And how he said what he said that made they want to go get him, want to go get him. You know, and praise y'all for, you know, for um for, for, for the young man and praise y'all for, 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 for this man having a wise wife. Some of our wives save our lives at Ryan. Wives save lives. The good ones anyway. Some of y'all be burdensome. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, look at man ready to be in the corner of a rooftop and have you running your lips all the time, nagging, yonk, 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 yonk. Sound like Charlie Brown's teacher. Ma'am, yes, ma'am. Some of y'all sound like Charlie Brown's teacher. Just all just, I ain't, I ain't talking about the wife who a good wife. I'm talking about giving your husband a hard time for no reason. And David said to his men, gird, gird ye on every man his sword. And they gird on every man his sword. And David also, he said, somebody like Black with a Spider, so enough. Kill you, David, put you in the hospital. <laughs> and, they, and David said to, uh, to his young men, gird ye on every man his sword. And they gird on every man his sword. And David gird on his sword also. He, he finna go get him. But praise y'all. The young men before David can get there, before they was on their way, before they knew they was on their way, one of the young men told Abigail what uh, 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 Nabal did and how he was wrong. But one of the young men told Abigail, Nabal's wife, saying, Behold, David sent messages out of wilderness to salute our master, and he railed on them. He flew on them, flew down, he went off on them. But then he snapped him. Who did who he supposed to be? He did Nabal could have talked to him. Big Lip Johnson, all the way, all the way to talk. Be quick to hear and slow to speak. Excuse me, be quick to hear and slow to speak, and you be slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness that y'all require, but some of us quick to talk. Let quick uh, slow to hear. Get mad all the time. You know why? Many of us do that because we don't, we don't like some of us can't even let folks finish their sentence. You tell them what they're saying to you. Uh, you. You start talking, well, yeah, now you go tell me. You that, that shows the foolishness in your mindset. You're a fool cutting folks off. And sometimes, sometimes we get, a, get ahead of ourselves, but all the time you're gonna have to be quiet and listen. Come on now. You just cut them off quickly, just talk crazy to them. I don't care nothing about that. It don't mean nothing to me. Call you snappy pappy. Ready to fight. You forget to say, this, this, this man railed on him. He went, he went off on him. And then the man, the man tell, he said, but that was good to us. And we were not hurt, neither miss we anything as long as we was conversing with them. As long as we talked to them in the, when we was in the field. That mean that, that mean they 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 talked to him, they, they got along with him. 
they didn't, they, they weren't enemies, they was friends. And now we weren't being funny toward them who was in the fields. They were a wall unto us both night and day. And while they were, and while we were with them keeping the sheep, they would them keep the sheep with them and then didn't get paid for it. And they was their own kept. I want you to know now and consider, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, therefore, know and consider what you would do. He tells me, I, don't need, I, need you to, I want you to know, consider what, what, what you're going to do. Why? Because evil is determined against our master and against his household. For he is such a son of a law that a man can't even speak to him. A man can't even, he worth it, a man can't even talk to him. Consider what you're going to do. Was she out of order? Was she wrong for doing what she did? By not telling her husband and going to and going to uh 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 uh, uh just get there this time without her. Was she unsubmissive? Was she rebel re, re, rebellious? No. That's why, that's why in the beginning of the chapter it said that she was a a, a, a woman of good understanding. And she was pretty too. <laughs> she was straight too. But no, what she did was say the lies of everybody there. What she, what she did was she kept David them from coming and killing this man's whole house. Because David said, look, I'm going to kill everything that pisses against the wall. They mean, he's going to kill every man. Because men piss against the wall. They don't squat down and pee. Women sit down and pee. If you see if you see a woman standing up peeing, she a man. And he said, I'm finna come kill everything. And so when she got up, she did what she did to save her husband. Now, when she told him what she told him, she didn't tell him that for him to die. <laughs> but he had got so mad, he stroked out of something. Cause look, she did what she did, she came to him. She get she get out. She come over to David. She wrote on the ass. She saw David. Then she came down. Look here, cause David, I'm gonna go up here first. Cause David, cause David, 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 ready, ready, ready to fight. Well, um, I don't, I, don't, I, I it, it, it was rash. Yeah, because David got David, David got he got mad. He got mad because of how Nabal said to him. What what, what Nabal said to him, and yeah, King he 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 responded out of his anger. He was right to be mad, but he finna go kill everybody because of Nabal. So now David, so that's what he said. Now David said, "Surely in vain have I kept all that this fellow have in the wilderness." So that none was missed of all that pertained to him, and he had requited me even for good. He got mad, and so more. And yeah, and, and also, King, because he didn't even pray to ask y'all. He just ready to go get him one. So and so so and more also do Elohim unto the enemies of David. If I leave all that pertained to him by the morning light. 
anyone that pisses against the wall. And when Abigail saw David, she jumped down quick. She hasted, lighted off the ass and fell before David on her face and bounced up to the ground and fell at his feet. Cause she knew he she she knew she she she, she was a wise woman. Coming to save her household because of her stupid husband, who was worthless. And she's trying to appease David. So he won't do nothing bad to, the, to her family. She had women there, servants there, all kinds of folks in that house. This, this was a rich man, he had a lot of money. He bought out of control. And she fell, she fell, and she fell um, at his feet and said, upon, upon me, my master, upon me, let this iniquity be. Don't put it on them. She, 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 what she did, is, man, that's, that's good. That's strong. Because she, she took responsibility for everything. Even though she didn't hear what was going on or what was said. Upon me, my master, let the iniquity be and let thy handmaid, I pray thee, speak in thine audience and hear the word of thy handmaid. Let not my master, I pray thee, I beg thee, regard this man of the law, Belial, even Nabal, for as his name is, so is he. Folly. And his name is Folly. Excuse me. And his name is, and Folly is with him. Nabal. Nabal, huh? Wicked. Vile, villainy. That's kind of man he is. But I thought, he, I guess, I guess that money he got, him being big like he is, and all the, the service he got, he figured he could talk it about any kind of way. He must be beside himself, and he's talking to the king of Israel. Yah's anointed, Yah's servant. Nabal went against him. And he finna, he finna, he finna, he finna get at him. Right. Right. He, the Nabal was hostile. He was, he was a wicked man. Nah. Right, right. He was wicked. His name was Folly. Now, therefore, my master, as y'all live and as your soul live, seeing y'all were holding you from coming to shed blood. He was coming to kill y'all. He was coming to do some things. And from avenging thyself with thine own hand. Now let thy enemies and they that seek evil to my master be as Nabal. Be foolish, be, be stupid. And now this blessing which thy hand may have brought, have brought unto my master, let it be even given to the young men that follow my master. I pray thee forgive the trespass of thine handmaid, for Yahweh certainly make my master a sure house, because my, my master will fight up the balance of Yah. She knew who he was. 
and evil have not been found in thee all thy days. Everybody knew David? Yet a man is risen, yet a man is risen to pursue thee and to seek your soul. But the soul of my master shall be bound in the bundle of life with God, thy mighty one. And the souls of thy enemies, them shall he sling out as the middle, out as of a sling. Y'all see that? Look at this. First of all, she's talking about Saul. She's talking about Saul. Yet a man seeks, yet a man is risen to pursue you and to seek your soul. That's Saul. But she's telling him, you're going you, you gonna to overcome just like you overcame with Goliath. But the soul of my master shall be bound in the bundle of life of Yah, thy Elohim, and the souls of thy enemies, them shall he sling out. As, as out of the hand of a sling. And it shall come to pass when Yah shall have done to my master according to all that the good that he have spoken concerning thee and shall have appointed you ruler over Israel. Everybody know he the king. Nabal crazy. <laughs> Nabal was on Saul's side. When it gets Yah's anointed. Who was the king? Which you knew. Even Saul knew it. Saul knew that they was the king. Jonathan already told him, man, this here. I know you're the king. Go reason my dad do too. Even that king in the other land said, hey, that is the king of Israel. But yet and still, man, goodness gracious. Then he then, then she tell him this that that this shall be no grief unto thee, no offense of heart unto my master, either either that either that thou shed has shed blood, costliness. Or that my master have appeared himself. But when Yah shall have dealt well with my master, then remember thy handmaid. Y'all got you. She talked, look here, she talking to him and giving him wisdom. Not just simply about. About 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 uh, uh Saul, but also let let y'all handle Nabal. <clears throat> and David said, Abigail, blessed be Yah Elohim and Yasharal, which have sent you this day to meet me. And blessed be your advice, and blessed be you which have kept me this day from coming to shed blood, and from avenging my own, and, and from avenging myself with my own hand. Now listen to this. I want y'all to hear this now. David was young. David, my, David right here, before, before he got on the throne, David was 30 years old when he got on the throne. We don't know how long he was running Saul. He probably was in his 20s, 28, 29. So he wasn't no, he wasn't no older man, and, and he probably was thinking like a young man would think. When he, even him being the king, he was still young. So you got so so look at that, and she gave him wisdom and advice. She probably wasn't as young as he was, but she gave him something that he needed to have in order for him to make a bad decision. And she was letting she was she, she was basically telling him, let y'all do this, let y'all handle this. For in for in very deed as y'all Elim and Yasharal live which have kept me back from hurting you. 
<laughs> Except you had hastened to come to meet me. Surely there had not been left until the ball by this morning. Light, any that pistol against the wall. I'm finna kill everything. Yeah. Man, what? So they so they received of her hand that which she had brought him and said unto her, Go up in peace to thine, to, to thine house. See, I have hearkened to your voice and have accepted your person. And she was wise. She didn't hide from her husband. She knew he was too drunk to hear that night. Probably drunk, crazy, probably abusive. I don't know. He was foolish. Because when she came, when she came to the ball and he had a feast in the house, like the feast of a king, basically his heart was merry within him. He was very drunken. Before she told him nothing, less or more, she said nothing to him about it until the morning light. And it came to pass in the morning when the wine was gone out of out of the bar, his wife had told him these things that she told him what happened. She told him about David coming to get ready to kill you. And I had to go meet this man and give him some to save our whole house. And when she told his things, his heart, yo, his, his heart, his, 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 his heart, your heart is your mind. Your intellect, your feelings, your emotions, your care. So, so that's why I said, you man, it's like he might have hit a stroke or something. You know, he was like, Ugh. he became like a stone. Like he just mind, like his mind just left him. And it came to pass about ten days after that that y'all killed him. Y'all smoked the ball. Then he died, man. He defeated him, inflicted him, he beat him, he dashed him, he hurt him, he slew him. And then he died. Ain't that something? And because of her kind of David got her, David, David went and got her and married a woman. And she was free. And when David heard that the ball was dead, he said, blessed be Yah that have, that have pleaded the cause of my reproach from the hand of the ball and have kept his servant from evil. Kept me from doing wrong. But Yah have returned the wickedness of the ball upon his own head. And David sent a commune with Abigail to take, to take her to him to wife. Ain't that something that's a blessing now? He went, she got married. She she she, she was still taken care of by the king. She she all of a sudden, you all became a queen. <laughs> After he died. What a come up. <laughs> Humble yourself, doing what's right. That wasn't her motive. That's something that David did on his own. She didn't come see David. She was at the house. But he saw a good woman. You know, the Bible says he that found a wife found a good thing. He found a good wife of understanding that helped his life. They can probably get him wisdom and talk to him. Not just, you know, for other, other flavors of pleasures, but for really helping him in his life. I think he liked her, marry her because of the wisdom that she gave. Plus, she was pretty. And when the servants of David will come to Abigail to Carmel, they spake unto her, saying, David sent us unto you to take you to, to him to wife. And she arose, bowed herself 
on her face to the earth and said, Behold, let thy handmaid be a servant to wash the feet of the service of my master. That's that, that, that that's heavy. I remember what was, was it, Jubilee or Jasher, Isaiah. Abraham went to go uh uh me uh, he went to go see um uh, Ishmael because he ain't seen him for a long time. And um so the first wife he got to, she she didn't entreat him. He, he came as an old man, didn't even tell her who he was, right? But she didn't entreat him to get him to eat. She didn't do nothing for him. She didn't watch his feet. She didn't serve him nothing. So he gave her a message to give to Ishmael. They said she seemed she, she to one. That's in gesture. Thank you. That's in gesture. She ain't the one. He told us that she ain't the one. And then he came some time later. He went, he went to go see his son again. He had another wife. Take the nail out the tent. Yeah. Take the nail out the tent where he told him. She, she, but Ishmael knew what she was talking about. So she wasn't the one because she didn't even treat your daddy right. She didn't treat me right. She didn't, she wasn't no service. She wasn't humble. Then when he went back, the next wife came to him. The next wife came to him three years later. Um, and guess what? She looked out for him. And he told her, yeah, that's a good one. And <laughs> <She> keep her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because he found a good thing. Somebody that cared about other people outside of himself. A good woman, a good wife. Let me show y'all something right quick. Because she, 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 she probably was, she, uh, uh, Abigail was probably this kind of woman. We're going to get rid of it in a minute. The words of King Lemuel are the prophecy that his mother taught him. His mama taught him. What, what, my son? And what the son of my womb? And what the son of my vows? Give not thy strength unto women, nor take nor thy ways to that which destroyeth kings. Is not it is not for kings, O Lemuel, it's not for kings to drink wine, nor, nor for princes to strong drink, lest they drink and forget the Torah. <laughs> or the law, I bet. Forget the law. What's his word? Kaka. Judges 5.14. Find that for me. We're going to read it in a second. And pervert the judgment of any of the afflicted. Give strong drink unto him. Give strong drink unto him that is ready to perish and wine unto those that be of heavy heart. Let him drink and forget his poverty and remember his misery no more. Open thy mouth for the dumb in the cause, in the cause of all that such are appointed to destruction. Open thy mouth to judge righteously and plead the cause of the poor and needy. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband doeth safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seek of wool and flax and work of widdly with her hands. She is like the merchant's ship. She bring of her good from afar. Mm. She riseth also while, while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion 
to her maidens. She considered a field and buyeth it. With the fruit of her hands, she planted a vineyard. She girded her loins with strength and strengthened her arms. She perceived that her merchandise is good. Her candle go up not out by night. She lay up her hands to the spindle, and her hands hold the dist the distaff. She strengthened out her hands to the poor. Yea, she reached forth her hand to the needy. She is not afraid of snow. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed scarlet. She ain't scared of snow. <laughs> the cold, tough time, hard time, difficult times. She make up her covering of tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sitteth among the elders of the, of the land. She make up fine linen and selleth it and delivereth girdles unto the merchant. Strength and honor are her, are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in, in time to come. She opened her mouth with wisdom, and, and her tongue is a law of kindness. She looketh well to the ways of her household and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children arise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he prays of her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor, y'all, is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman that fear y'all, she shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. And I, and I think that, you know, Abigail was a virtuous woman. She got up, did what she did, looked out for him, and then went and went over there and, and talked to David about, about sparing their life. Don't kill us. Don't kill nobody. This man crazy. This is name is fitting. She saved David from making from, 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 from doing a sin. She saved David from, 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 from murdering somebody. She also saved Nabal them from um she she also she also saved Nabal them uh, from, from, from getting killed. And then she she didn't get up and hide this from her husband and try to overcome him or, or, or try to uh or try or, or try to uh to, to do, do him bad. She went and told him what she did. And she told him when, her, when his mind was sober, not when he was drunk. And he died. And then this same woman, when, when, when David sent for her to be his wife, became a, became a queen, or you know, to be, the, to, to be the wife of a king, get what she did. Humbled herself to his servants and asked to wash their feet. And then guess what? When she left, she brought women with her. <laughs> Not just for, I guess, I guarantee they came from some of them men. <laughs> they got them a little girlfriend too, a wife like this. <laughs> but she, Abigail hasted and rose, she hasted and arose and rode upon the ass with five damsels of hers that went after her. And she went after the message of David and became his wife. And there's something. Man, how you can be blessed in the middle of, you know, just, you know, following y'all. This is a wise woman he chose. Praise y'all. I'm done. Hallelujah. All my, we thank you for your mercy, y'all. 
And we thank you for being good and for being our strength. Thank you, y'all, for your word. Or how you showed us, even y'all, how you know, um, Saul, when David could have, he could he could he could have did some bad to Saul. He could the bottom of his skirt. You had delivered him into his hands, but his heart was so good. His heart smote him, he couldn't even bring his hands to hurt you or to hurt your anointed who who would want to kill his life. But yet still he wouldn't even hurt him when he had the opportunity to. He allowed you to do it. He showed patience. Thank you, Almighty, for allowing him to pray to you, even when you led him to go to save those people. And, and, and you told him that, you know what, they'll give, him, give you over to Saul's hand. He left for them people to be spared. He was a true leader, y'all, that you, that you raised him up. You told this a man out of your own heart. We can see the heart of David. Was a good man. Love you, want to be in your will. He was a good man that listened. He didn't get pig here and y'all tomorrow, so a woman can't tell me nothing. But he listened to what she said. He thanked her for her advice she had gave him, for saving him. And then, y'all, she, she received the food from him. And then, you know, even after you killed Naboth, after he died, Naboth, after he died, David married that woman. He took care of her because she took care of him. He seen the virtues in the, what kind of woman that she was. Y'all, thank you for letting us be able to see the wisdom in that of how we as men should listen to not be so rational thinking, to not be, you know, so ready to go get somebody because they do what's wrong, but to have humility and let you do it. We as men should listen when a woman comes to us, tell us to give us wisdom, that they can tell us something and give us wisdom. And not be so pig-headed and make bad decisions. Thank you for your mercy, y'all. Showing us your truth. Thank you for even showing David's heart how, how instead of her being a widow, she became his wife. And you provided for her. Yeah, you are good and you are amazing. And you bring out nuggets in your stories, y'all, in your word. And we appreciate that, y'all, for you giving us nuggets to live by. Thank you for being good to us. Thank you for, for this Shabbat day as well. We praise your set apart name, Almighty. Hallelujah. In whose name we pray. Hallelujah. Praise y'all. Amen. So, um, YouTube, we'll see y'all later. We love y'all. Um, shalom.